passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. What up, y'all? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. To all of my 49ers fans on here, <laughs> my mutuals from Twitter, anybody who follows me, I know many of you know that I'm an Eagles fan. Congrats. Y'all got us. Y'all got the Eagles. Yes, it was an embarrassing loss. Blah, 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 blah. All the things. And I don't give a fuck. You didn't win the Super Bowl tonight. You didn't win the NFC Championship, all right? Like, ain't shit happened, but y'all got some little, you know, bragging rights for a game that ultimately doesn't mean much unless you come back and do it again in the NFC Championship, likely in Philly, because it's going to run through us. So take your little celebrations now, pop off now, talk your shit to me now. Because the only thing you're going to be celebrating is this game. Okay. That being said, let's move on to um, <laughs> Warriors. <laughs> what? Just the white laughing at me. <laughs> had to get that off. Had to get that off. Wow. I had to get that off. I had to get that off. Um, <laughs> y'all know I love y'all. And to the people who are Raiders fans, I know y'all with me because y'all don't even like the 49ers. So see, it's, it's that's was good that it's not the whole bay that's against me because there's like within the bay a division you know <laughs> <laughs> well i'm a commanders fan so i'm with the niners on this one so of course you're you're an ass like you, you <laughs> chiefs i got and, and no nah, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. against no, the you're, wha- you're whack for that i don't oh. see how any 
I don't see how any black man is not supporting Jalen Hurts. Oh, uh, here we go. That's all I'm saying. That's crazy. Come on, do you see the fits? Like, my God. Come on, man. He played for the Patrick Eagles. Mahomes. He plays for the Eagles. I never liked the Eagles ever in my life. So whoever you don't they have to like the Eagles to like to like Patrick Mahomes. He's a very, I mean, to like Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a very likable guy. I'm not anti Jalen Hurts. I'm anti Eagles. So okay, but you're anti Jalen Hurts. <laughs> if you're anti Eagles, I'm just Shut saying up. it's nasty business to be pro Patrick Mahomes and anti Jalen Hurts. It just doesn't seem right. What? Hey, they happen to meet each other in the Super Bowl. So I'm just saying it feels it feels anti black. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. People, please do not take me seriously. Next thing you know, they're going to twist this and be like, she was trying to say Patrick Mahomes. It's just, like, it's a joke, okay? But it's, um. it's a little racist. It's a little anti <laughs> Oh, man. Listen, y'all, we got to have laughter because the warriors are worrying, warrioring. <laughs> Not in a good right way, bro. Yo, I'm tired of them, man. I like this feels like last season. And the thing about it, Justin, is that I know this team is better than last season. In fact, I think this team is actually more on par with the 2022 warriors that won. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'll die on that hill. I will. I'll die on that hill. And um, honestly, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted from having to explain this on Twitter and people, you know, it's like, and I just don't understand why people always make these like rules and why everything has to be black and white. Why can't we just have nuance? Like, why can't we just Mm -hmm. have nuance? Like what, why is that such a hard thing to do? Just not Justin, not me. There's no one who right now is going to say that, the Warriors are playing great or anything like that. But for one, I just need y'all to stop assessing the Warriors like they are whole. When they start losing, when things happen, y'all act like nothing changed. Y'all act like they just started losing. They went from winning to losing and nothing happened that contributed to the losses. And this is not done with any other team, right? Mm-hmm. by Warriors fans. I'm not even talking about the outsiders because the outsiders are going to hate. But Warriors fans are now talking about their easy schedule to begin the season. Bro, what are you talking about? The Warriors <laughs> had, depending on which app or which site you use, had either the first or second hardest strength of schedule to start the season. Right. Facts. Like, what are, what are we even doing here? They all, all the teams were missing their their best player. So when the when the Warriors now shift to a homestand and mm-hmm. lose Draymond for the bulk of it, and on top of that, lose Steph for two games while mm-hmm. Draymond is suspended. Right. That that doesn't matter though. That doesn't matter. Only when we go places and they're missing their players, right? Mm-hmm. Honestly, this is analogous to the Eagles and Niners because all I hear about is the players they're missing. But it's like the Eagles have been missing players all season, right? But the, you know, I'm just saying, okay. But let's let's keep it with NBA. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just yeah. don't understand. 
Why, why does that not apply the other way, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is what I'm trying to say. Do y'all realize how much this is like 2022? The, the differences in 2022, the winning went on a little bit longer for mm-hmm. them to have padding. But y'all questioned the wins in 2022 as well. Yeah. And that's why I, I had a tweet the other day that said, the Warriors being a 500 team is not new. It's been like this the last three years. The only difference in 2022 is they stacked some wins at the beginning that it carried them to the end of the season. But the moment they had injuries and players went down, they were a 500 team. Mm -hmm. Because someone tried to tell me, oh, they were still winning. No, the fuck they were not. In fact, they went on extended losing streaks. Yeah, they did. So. Once Draymond, once they lost Draymond. They were pretty much 500 or even below 500 from that point on the rest of the season. They just had, they were just like 24 and like eight at that point. Like they were pretty far ahead in the win column. So exactly. they could afford to be mid for the rest of the season. And then they got healthy going into the playoffs in whole. And then it just worked out from there. But And someone said, they just regressed to the mean. I said, do y'all really think that six losses in a row at home is their mean? Is that what you really think? Like, right. be serious. Like, I can't I can't have serious conversations with people when you're saying stuff like that to me. Like, it, it, when we say, you know, someone tried to say, this is why we're saying they're not a championship team because championship teams don't have slim margins for errors. I said, bullshit. Bullshit. In yeah. 2022, they had a slim margin for error. Things just worked out in their favor. Yeah. And to be quite frank, to be quite frank, The Warriors always, like, it's, this is to tell you how great Steph was in 2016, but it, in in 2015, but it wasn't just Steph. Clay and Dre were better players then. (laughs) And that's really the difference because Steph is still really good, but they, they always lacked a shot creator then, you know, which is (laughs) why, you know, when I'm like debating with people, they're just like, you can't win without a second shot creator. I'm like, okay, but the Warriors did in 2015. They didn't just do it. And I said, arguably, I said they did it in 2022 as well because they had Jordan, but after that first series, Jordan wasn't as impactful anymore. And by the finals, it was Steph mm-hmm. and it was Wiggs. So again, I'm not saying that that's great. Like we all know having that second shot creator is important and needed and we want them to have it. But my point is that they've actually done it more than once without having that. And yes, a lot of things have to go their way. Like when you're winning, when you win a championship, you have to have luck. You do. We know that. But it's not impossible for them to win. But Justin has stated it. I have stated it. Their margin for error is thin. They are not a team that has the luxury of having their second most important player miss games. Also having their best player out for a couple of games. Hmm. their other two scorers struggle at the same time mm-hmm. and still win. And yet they've still been in most of those games, Justin. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Yeah. 
I mean, like people looking at this, the their record from a macro sense, like we just we just broke it down. They had a really tough schedule and all type of stuff. And, you know, all that has to be taken into account. But even on a micro level, on a game by game basis, every loss hasn't been the same, despite what people were saying. Like the Kings loss and the Clippers loss. Very different, even though they both blew. Two I mean, even though they blew a lead. Yeah, two leads were given up. You look at the and that's Kings how the team game. looks at it. You heard because you heard their comments after the game, right? They look yeah, at those and then two people, differently. And people are reacting to it like, oh, they're so arrogant. This is why they're not going to be good, and yada yada yada. And it's like, no, if you actually just pay attention to what happened in both games, they're probably correct, right? You look at the Kings game, and that was just disaster moment after disaster moment. Draymond gets a tech, he fouls for no reason. Steph crazy turnovers. Like these are just huge blunders by their players. When you look at the Clippers game, it was like, okay, Dario probably can't guard. Hard, so they overcompensate for Dario and guys get an open shot. It's like little little things over the course of that game. But Jimski just couldn't guard Harden for like a two two minute stretch, which is kind of. I to think be you expected. have Andrew Wiggins in that game, and they win. Right. Yeah. I mean, or even if they play Kaminga more than Pods, like I think there's a good chance that you just that you can win because you have a better athlete on on their athletes. It was little micro things over the course of that entire second half that led to them chipping away at the lead. You know, and the Warriors' process was fine. They were getting good shots. They just missed them. Um, I remember Draymond and, and, and Steph both had an easy putback and both just missed a putback, you know. So you look at that game, and it's like they played pretty well. It wasn't well. being unserious. It wasn't just yeah. blunders. It wasn't. Yeah. And the Clippers were hitting tough shots, like Paul George for the game, you know, between the legs, step back three for the game. It's like, all right. They definitely had some fouls not being called. Yeah. Before we started, this, I was looking. I was watching the game back, and like they, the the moving screen is the worst, is the most messed up call in the NBA today. Like they decide when when they want to call it and when they don't. It's actually ridiculous. But yeah, that that loss was not the same, even close to the clip. I mean, to the Kings' loss, and um, you know, people just is like you just said. It's no nuance. It's just all black and white. Either they suck, or we're going to the championship or something like that. It's... And my favorite now, good teams don't blow 20-point lead. Yes, they do all the fucking time. All the time. <laughs> and yeah. even if they even if they pull out the win, they blow them. Right. The they blow Thunder, them. Thunder just gave up a 30 to 0 run. 30 to 0. Like they do it all the time. That's what I'm just saying. But because they won and the outcome worked out, then it was just like, oh yeah. See, they still found a way to win. Yeah, okay. Well, they did, but that doesn't always happen. Yeah, a lot of that comes down to luck as well. And I mean, I don't want to I mean, some people are gonna gonna take this and, and run with it and say, Oh, we're just making excuses for the team, whatever. Like, I mean, just add nuance, just add context to the situation, you know. Things aren't all like they always say, things are never as good as you as they seem, and things are never as bad as they seem. But for some reason, when people assess this team, it's one or the other. It's hot. It's super hot or super cold. And it's like they're not, they're not the worst team in the world. You know, they're not playing championship level basketball right now. That's obvious. But to just act like the season's over after 20 games, it's like, all right, come on. Let's just. And to regroup. act like there's no potential there. Like, right. to me, you've seen it. You've seen the signs and you've seen the markers. Like, I'm still just going to keep harping on the fact that this bench on multiple occasions has shown you the ability to score in double digits. Mm-hmm. Multiple guys from the bench. Pods, Moody, Kaminga, Dario. They've all done it on multiple occasions. 
They've won non-staff minutes. They've pushed leads. Like, I don't see how people, like, that already in itself mm-hmm. is a huge advantage yeah, it's over encouraging. last year. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's important. Like, we just can't have Clay and Wiggs struggling at the same time for extended periods of time. You know? Like, and I that's why I try to point out to people, like, in the beginning of the year, Clay was playing well. They won those games. <laughs> right? But then yeah. they came home. They lost Dre. Clay was struggling. And Andrew's struggles continued. Right? Mm-hmm. Now Andrew gets it together, it looks like. And then... You know, and people are mad at him for jamming his finger in the door. Like, how many times have y'all had accidents? Like, shit happens. Like, he didn't do it intentionally. Right. And he tried to play. He wanted to play. Like, it was just clear he couldn't. But, I mean, it sucks. But, bro, like, I've slammed my finger, my toe. Thing. Like, people do that all the time. It's just an accident. Yeah. Stuff like that happens. They still have enough to win these games. And they, they were in... I mean, they were had a hefty lead in this game. And this people, I think, and naturally are going to just be more on the side of pessimism because you can look at it one way and say, well, they blew a 20-point lead, but you can also say, well, they got a 22-point lead somehow. Well, that's what I said. I said, you don't get a lead like that if you're just not good. And so then yeah. people want to put up screenshots of the Portland Trailblazers being up 20 on the Bucks. Like, okay, whatever. So- I mean – People keep bringing up other teams. I don't know why they do that. Like, we're discussing this team. I don't care. What, I don't understand why people bring up other teams. When you talk, but that about also them. doesn't make your point. You know, it's right. like the Clippers have talented players on their team. Okay, mm-hmm. they have talented players on their team, and I agree, generally speaking, that they have enough to win these games. Um, the Clippers are in a unique spot because they're still trying to figure shit out, right? But Again, I know I'm like in the minority, but I'm still not one of those people who just thinks like Clippers are done, they're ass for the year, and that's it. I think they're trying to figure shit out with the addition of James Harden. That being said, I hated that Wiggs was going to be injured, like not going to be injured. I hated that Wiggs was going to be out because like this is a team that you need wings for, you know, athletic wings. And I was like, it just sucks not to have him. So I agree that they could still beat them. But I do think it's a disadvantage not having him, even as good as, like, Kaminga was playing. And so it's just like, whatever, bro. It sucks. But, you know, I wish they would have won that game. I think they could have won that game. They didn't win that game. But, you know, I just want them to get back over to 500 and, like, reel off, like, a few wins, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also just annoyed because I feel like when Andrew comes back now, I don't know how soon his – you know, finger or whatever. So I'm like, are we going to have to now go through another, like, he has to, mm-hmm. you know, get back again. So it's frustrating. Yeah. Hopefully it's something that doesn't linger and, you know, affects his jump shooting and stuff even more. And, you know, it's just a matter of him getting right mentally and, and filling in that role that they need him to fill in. But, yeah, I think they're in a position now to – you know string together some games because they got they got huge gaps in between these next few games whether they're on the road or at home they have like two three day gaps in between a lot of these games so they should be able to go into each game with a solid game plan get a lot of practice time in and put their best foot forward and their best product on the floor and hopefully they can just do it for 48 minutes um but 
um, Steve is going to have to allow for that to happen. And we'll 